Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Atomic Retirement. I'm your host, Ryan Kilkenny, the founder of Atomic Planning, an independent, veteran-owned, fee-only financial planning firm bringing tax and retirement planning to families over age 50. Atomic Planning is a virtual financial planning practice in Kansas City, serving families from coast to coast. Thank you for joining me and welcome to the Atomic Retirement. How much do I need to retire? It's one of the most common questions I get asked, especially as people approach and get serious about retirement. Maybe it's a question you're currently asking yourself. How much do I need to stop working, to be financially independent, and to retire? Do I need a half a million dollars, a million, two million, or something else? Today we'll talk about a few simple steps you can do yourself to get a ballpark idea of your target number. We'll use a rule of thumb, and please remember, it's just that, a rule of thumb. This is not exact science, not a guarantee, and not a recommendation to put in your two weeks notice. Okay, before we get started, it might help to grab a napkin or a scrap piece of paper. I'm going to run through an example with you. So it may help to draw a line down the center of the paper using my numbers on one side and your numbers on the other. If you're listening in your car, just keep cruising. You can always write these down later. Here are four quick steps to figure out how much you might need to turn your retirement nest egg into a predictable retirement paycheck. Step one, write down how much you make a year before taxes are taken out. This is called your gross or total income. Just write it down on a piece of paper. If you're married, write down your combined household income. If your income is variable and fluctuates year to year, don't worry. You can use a number you feel comfortable with, perhaps your average income over the past few years. Is your number written down? Perfect. Moving along. Step two, subtract your annual retirement account contributions and anything else you are directing towards investment and savings accounts. This includes any health savings accounts. You won't be adding to them during retirement. If you're not sure where to start, look at your pay stub. Your monthly and year-to-date contributions for workplace, retirement, and HSA accounts should be listed there. Take your income and subtract these contributions. For example, let's say my combined household income is $100,000 a year and my family is directing $20,000 to various retirement, investment, savings, and health savings accounts. $100,000 minus $20,000 equals I write that number down. Step three, subtract your sources of guaranteed retirement income. This may include a pension or social security. If you're not sure about social security, it's probably time you create an account at ssa.gov forward slash my account. After you successfully register and log in, you'll see your social security statement towards the top of the welcome screen. It's a blue hyperlink. Click it to launch your statement. On page one, you'll see your estimated monthly retirement benefit depending on the age you start. You can turn on your social security benefits at any time between ages 62 and 70. But as you can see, your benefit grows the longer you wait. If you were born after 1960, your full retirement age is 67. 
that's when you'll receive 100% of your benefit. I would probably use that monthly amount and then multiply it by 12 to calculate my estimated annual benefit. Okay, so how much do your guaranteed sources of retirement add up to in a year? Whatever that number totals to, subtract it from the number you wrote down in step two. For example, we started with $100,000 in income, right? We then subtracted my $20,000 in retirement and savings account contributions. Now we subtract the $40,000 I think my family will collect from Social Security, leaving us with $40,000. I'll say that again real quick because I know some of us are doing mental math at highway cruising speed. We started with $100,000 in income, then subtracted my $20,000 in retirement and savings account contributions. Now we subtract the $40,000 I think my family will collect from Social Security, leaving us with $40,000. I write that number down. It's the amount of income I need from my portfolio each year. Step four, multiply your number by 25. Why 25? We're essentially solving for the 4% withdrawal rule. We're just doing it the easy way. The 4% rule is a rule of thumb created in 1994 by retirement planner Bill Bangett. His clients asked him questions like, how much can I take out when I'm retired so that I don't run out of money and still have a decent lifestyle? Bill couldn't find the answer anywhere, so he used some of what he learned while studying aeronautics and astronautics at MIT to run simulations based on historical data, eventually settling on 4%. Bill Bangan never intended for the 4% withdrawal rule to become a well-known rule of thumb or to be applied blindly. He's retired today and occasionally revises it as more data becomes available. Static portfolio withdrawal rules, like the 4% rule, are very rigid. They aren't accurate representations of retirees' actual spending habits. That said, they can be helpful for some quick back-of-the-napkin estimates. In our example case, I would multiply $40,000 by 25 and end up with $1 million. That's how much I might aim to save for retirement if I plan to retire today and withdraw 4% from my portfolio which is $40,000. We made a few assumptions today. First, we assumed we wanted to replace 100% of our household's current income, and we used that number in step one. Many people have successfully retired and are happily living on less than that. About 10,000 people retire each day, or at least that's what my Google search found. That means about 3.6 million people will probably retire this year the vast majority of them probably have not hit their retirement savings target. I don't want you to get discouraged if you aren't anywhere near your target or feel it's completely out of reach. In fact, I work with a few retirees that fall outside of this guideline, and they're doing just fine thanks to good planning. Second, we assumed we were eligible for Social Security. If you're not eligible, you'll need to skip step three. And that just means you might need to save more for retirement. If you have mixed feelings and or doubts about the future of Social Security, I'd encourage you to run the numbers both with and without Step 3. Third, we assumed you plan to retire very soon. 
If you are five or more years away from retirement, I'd encourage you to take an additional step to account for inflation, running your final answer through step four through a future value calculator. I'll drop a link to a future value calculator in the show notes of this episode and quickly walk you through how to use it. Don't worry, it's pretty easy, but it's important to use it correctly. There are four numbers you'll need to enter when you click the link. They are number of periods, starting amount, interest rate, and periodic deposit. For number of periods, enter how many years you plan to work. If you plan to work another 20 years, enter 20. For starting amount, use your target number from step four. That was $1 million in our example. For interest rate, I'll use 3% to replicate historical inflation. For periodic deposit, I'll enter zero. Hit the calculate button. Your inflation-adjusted retirement savings target will appear in green under the results box. If you're curious to know the results from our example, retiring today, I might need $1 million. But if I plan to retire in 20 years and think inflation will average 3%, I might need $1.8 million to generate enough retirement income. It's important to know that because we need to make sure that we're aiming at the right savings target. To recap, here's how to quickly calculate how much is enough money for retirement. Step one, write down your income. Step two, subtract retirement investment and savings account contributions. Step three, subtract projected social security and pension income. Step four, multiply by 25. Step five, adjust for inflation if you want to get more precise. That's it for today. If you'd like help or want to know if you're ready to retire, you can schedule a free appointment with me. To get started, visit atomicplanning.com and click the contact us button to schedule a Zoom meeting that works best for you. Schedule your free appointment now by going to atomicplanning.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Atomic Retirement. Be sure to check out the show notes for helpful links and resources mentioned in today's episode. Do you love the podcast and find it helpful? If so, you can bet other people will find it helpful too. Please hit the subscribe button, leave a five-star review, and a short comment on Apple Podcasts. You have the power to help, and your review can help people find answers to their retirement questions. And spread the word. Please share this episode with someone you think may enjoy it too. Thanks again for taking the time to listen, and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of The Atomic Retirement. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only, and it is not investment, tax, or legal advice. Clients of Atomic Planning may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this communication. I try my best to bring you valuable information, but I may not know anything about you or your personal situation. So please talk with your fee-only financial planner, tax, and or legal professionals before taking any action or making any decisions about your own financial plan. Atomic Planning is a veteran-owned, Kansas State-registered investment advisor providing independent tax and retirement planning.